Hello, hello, hello. This is Yas, aka This Kid Is Forty. We have an amazing podcast today. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, the Super League. You know how it affects us fans here in Singapore, and I have an amazing, you know, uh, panel with me. Uh, we have Suhaimi and Akbar from Football Buddies. We have Sharil from the Liverpool Football uh, Supporters Club, and we have, of course, our very own uh, friend of the pod, Sufian aka Rock from VPG and Ultra Pros. So. Sit back, chill. You know, uh, definitely. You know, listen to our views. Uh, we ex- we are gonna have uh, another podcast coming up soon, also with Ayman from Team Hub and Why, uh, right after right after this podcast. So tune in and let me know how you feel about it, man. You know, have a great day, everyone, man. Uh, here here comes the podcast. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome. Hi, uh, hi hello guys. to everybody. Hi guys. <laughs> hey, yes. yeah. hey, hey, hey. So, okay. So let's let's let's. Uh, so I think some of the chats they're saying like Zlatan is watching, Peter Lim is watching, Florentino <laughs> Perez is watching. <laughs> so I think we are pretty important. Uh. So let's show them how important we are. <laughs> they all know me. Um, so I'm going to introduce. So uh, today we actually have uh, two people. Uh, for, firstly, from uh, the Football Buddies podcast. So everyone, please, uh, when you can, do a do a follow on Spotify to the Football Podcast, uh, the Fo- Football Buddies podcast, and that's Mimi and Akbar. Mimi, Akbar, you want to introduce yourselves? Me go first. Mimi frozen lah, lama kena sumpah. Mimi dah jadi tanggang lah. Tanggang. Mimi, I'll go first. Okay, uh, Akbar from. <laughs> Hey, okay, me. Still not moving, ah. Huh? I'm gonna remove him first. <laughs> Let him come in later. <laughs> uh, okay, then I'll go okay, first, lah. Okay. Uh. okay, he's back. He's back. Hey, me. You okay? Back. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Maybe here. Me go first, me. Yeah, I'm so happy here from the football buddies. <laughs> Perez is watching. So he is. Okay. And you have Akbar also? Yes. Uh, Akbar here from the Football Buddies. Uh, do like and share, follow. Uh, listen in. And tell us what you want to hear. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, we also have Mr. Sharil here. Sharil, maybe you want to uh, uh, introduce yourself a little bit. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Sharil. Uh, that's my real name, but Aquilani is my nickname. As you all know, I'm a Liverpool fan, and um, I'm one of the committee members of the Singapore Supporters Club, Liverpool Supporters Club. So, yep. Uh, do you know uh, if you are if you are a Liverpool fan, feel free to PM me, and then I will add you to the group on the FB group and join our footy sessions and uh, big big events. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, last but not least. A friend of the pod, Mr. Rock, aka uh, the BPG man, the pro clubs man, streamer extraordinaire. Mr. Rock, how are you, man? Assalamualaikum semua dan uh, selamat salam bulan Ramadan. Uh, my name is Rock and you're going to spell what the Rock is cooking. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm a okay, United bro. fan. United fan, guys. Check that out. Okay, it's a very BGM interesting lineup, guys. We actually have... Uh, we have uh, two Liverpool fans, which is Akbar and Sharil, of course, as you can see from the jerseys and the backgrounds. And then you have a menu fan in Rock. 
but most importantly we also have two very very obscure obscure uh fans uh number one me I'm, of course i'm a newcastle fan as well right now and then the guy that literally has i think the worst internet in the world right now mr mimi <laughs> and he he is uh, uh, a blackburn fan bro mimi tell us how did you become a blackburn fan for for everyone that's viewing right now I think he tapping into his uh, neighbor's internet. Uh. <laughs> no wonder he's at the balcony. Uh. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear us, bro? Okay, I can hear you now. You I was having difficulty okay. uh, with the network. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. No, we were saying that, you know, I, I'm a Newcastle fan. We've got two very obscure, obscure, uh, obscure fans, I guess. So how do you become a, 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 a Blackburn fan, bro? Uh, intermittent, it's intermittent, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mimi, you want to try to restart your internet and then join back in? <laughs> and then you can start the conversation first? Okay, again. Uh, I'll exit the studio first. Yep, yep. Okay, okay. okay guys, never mind. Let's continue the chat first, okay? It's okay. <laughs> uh, everybody goes through a bit of, uh, I guess, uh, technical difficulties. So, okay, first and foremost, I think maybe I just want to find out from you guys. When you guys heard the news, you know, what was your first feelings around it? So, when you heard about Super League, it hit us on Sunday night, you know. Uh, what, 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 what were your, your first feelings, you know, when, when you heard it? Uh, you're asking... Agba, you're on mute. Uh, anyone? Agba, Agba. Anybody? Okay. I, I think I was more odd that Liverpool were even invited to be part of a Super League. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think uh, we're that much of a superpower in terms of financials, but I think we're more of a people's club whereby uh, the people are always more scouser first before English. I think that's more of the Liverpool way. And uh, being invited to being even posting it on Twitter, when I saw Liverpool post, posting it on Twitter, I was quite shocked and taken aback. And uh, quickly read up on this Super League and it's quite interesting on what uh, the takes were on from the professionals and also from the uh, online pundits. So it's going to be an interesting topic to talk about later. But um, honestly, really, really surprised. And uh, I think this is something that was bound to happen when UEFA and FIFA were just playing uh, sit back and relax to the world of football, mm-hmm. money would really come into play and uh, Lama, Transformers, huh? <laughs> Another casualty, huh? Another casualty <laughs> from technical difficulty. Can everybody hear me? Uh, we, yeah, we didn't hear you in the last few parts. Uh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So let's see whether the, so the best part is Mimi's back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Uh Okay, uh, we were just okay. Anyways, okay. How about Sharif? man? how 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 what what what? How did you feel when when you first heard the news? Uh, when it happened. Of, of of course, it it feels shitty, you know, when when 
when you support a club that is you know uh, great with tradition and uh, you know and uh, the thing about it's, it's a family club lah. I should say you know uh, Liverpool is a family club. So when it comes to boils down to money, uh, it's bad seeing uh, Liverpool fans you know putting banners outside the stadium saying that uh, you know. Uh, stop supporting Liverpool and itself. It's not Liverpool, it's at fault. Not the players or not the fans. It's just the owners. As we know that American owners, are, it's all about the money. Uh, you know, with uh, with the style of sports in, in US. So they're bringing it to Europe now. So, but the thing is, uh, I'm still in shock, but uh, this thing has been uh, around, I think about 10 years ago. If you all yeah, know, uh, I say Wenger ever said that, you know, with the money issues, there's going to be another league and it, it came true lah. It almost came true. Yeah. Hey, how about you, Rob? Yeah, uh, I would say I won't I wouldn't be surprised because yeah, as we know, it's it's bound to happen. But what surprised me the most is the timing of the announcement. I think all the clubs uh plan <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I think all the clubs plan to uh release a statement at the same time. So I think that was uh, actually surprised me. I think it was about 9.30 UK time on the official uh, website. I think the announcement was made. So yeah, yeah that, that's what shocked me the most. Yeah, I think the timing was pretty crazy. Yeah, um, and also um, the, the Champions League and Europa League uh, yeah. semi-finals is, uh, is just around the corner. So I think the timing of this announcement, uh, I think there's a conspiracy behind everything. Okay, okay, okay. How about you, Mimi? What do you think when you first heard the news? How do you feel, man? Uh, it felt like a complete sellout to me. Um, <laughs> it was just basically big teams trying to earn more money. I mean, you got 3.5 billion reasons why you want to join this league. Uh, the money, I guess, that's in play. But yeah, just like what Sufian Rock said, the timing was a bit off. I mean, it it coincided with the farewell of Mourinho in a sense, if you were to digress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm really not in favor of the, the, the Super League coming up, right? But uh, who are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I think for me, when, when I first heard it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this, this. Okay, firstly, I, I wanted to see firstly when Newcastle was invited, but then... <laughs> then I realized that whatever happened. <laughs> uh, but I think for me, I think when it comes to this um, leagues and all, like I said, I've been a big fan of NBA. I've been a big fan of NFL. I know how franchises like this work. You know, it, it makes a lot of sense because I think what we've seen in the past few years, things like Leicester winning the Premier League, you know, or teams like AX beating someone like, like Juventus, you know, those are... Uh, Things that are unheard of, you know, when you go into a, a format where there is a team, there's no relegation and no. So I think what when when it first hit me, I just realized that this is like almost like a cop out, you know. Like for example, like if you look at Manchester and, and Liverpool, for example, Liverpool, like Arsenal, you know, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, the big ones, they are not in the top four, right? For them going to Champions League next year, it's actually going to be very difficult. For me, it's just like a, a cop out, lah. You know, if you can't, if I can't get into Champions League, I go create my own Champions League right now. And I think that's what my first feelings, I guess, you know, I, I felt, I guess, as uh, that one. It's interesting, though. I think the... But I didn't expect the backlash, though. I think the backlash was pretty crazy. I think everybody was... was. I think my Twitter feed and my mm-hmm. um, my Facebook, my Instagram, 
I mean, it was just a lot of negative, uh, you know, reply to it. So I think like, I think for, I think we can kind of discuss a little bit about that also, guys. Like, what do you guys think though? Like, you know, um, I mean, as you can see, some of you are unhappy about it. Uh, were you surprised that none of the players and the managers actually uh, knew about it? Because I think what, what we found out is that nobody knew except actually the owners itself. So maybe you can just speak, maybe we can just talk a little bit about that. Like the fact that they did this, if literally no one in the club except the top tier people who knows. Manager didn't know, players didn't know, fans of course definitely didn't know. You know, how 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 was that how was that impactful to you guys? I think uh it's I think, sad uh, because okay, uh, siapa tu? you can go ahead, Abba. Oh, go ahead. It's okay. I think it's just said that the managers and the players are just receiving the backlash of all this. I think they're really kept in the dark. Um, I don't think most of the managers... Including the fans. Are players, including the fans. They're just doing the... Yeah. Yep. And uh, I think they're, they're just receiving the bulk of the of the anger from the fans. And uh, I think it's just quite sad that all these clubs consider themselves as neat or above other people. To even to even consider going to the Super League, but that being said, um, without these six, would would the Premier League survive? Would the La Liga survive? That that is the question that most of them are asking back to the FA and also UEFA and FIFA. Yeah, I think it's interesting to say that yeah, like, you know the. Yeah. No, I think I think it's interesting to know that you know the, the comment is actually rings true is the fact that yes, these are the richest clubs, but at the same time, while they are rich, they are also all in debt. You know, a lot of them are actually working on. Yeah. Actually, if you look at, I think there was a there's a huge there was there was a numbers that he says that all of them are actually within debt about five hundred mil each. You know, and and they are not actually they are actually in the space where. You know, some of them are actually going to administration like Barcelona, for example, very close to administration, can't even pay out fees, can't even pay out Leo Messi, his, his, his fees and stuff like that. So this is also like an act of desperation. Like people think that it's, it's just purely just greed, but actually I realize that some of it is just purely desperation also. Yeah, which is also interesting and it shows that it's our necessity. And that's why they keep saying COVID, 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 right? Like they are, they are probably affected. But then there's another thought, thought where other people are also suffering when it's just not them. By them doing this because they have the ability to do that, then what about the rest, right? Like, Sharil, you're actually nodding your head to it. Like, you know, what are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah, yes, you're, you're saying about Barcelona, you know, going for administration and uh, they are in debt. No, the thing is, they are not showing that they are in debt. No, they are still keeping Lionel Messi when uh, they can let him go. But uh, so that's not a reason for, you know, for people to, or for the fans to say that, you know, Barcelona are not doing great with their money and, uh, you know, we have to join the Super League. That's just bullshit. Lah. It's just it's just the fame or should I say, uh, let's be with the, uh, you know, the elites. Uh, if you are saying about uh, AC Milan, okay, we, are talk, we talk AC Milan. Is AC Milan one of the big teams right now? I don't think so because, because of their, sorry to say, it's because of their pack history. They are good, uh, you know, uh, in history, same as Liverpool. But the thing is, if you join the Super League, then history is nothing really. You know, you're not considered as an uh, a historical club, should I say. Uh, yeah. We know that uh, Real Madrid, 
Uh, Real Madrid is you. You don't need to be in the Super League, and everybody knows Real Madrid is simply the best team ever to be in the in Europe. So why do you need the Super League? It's just purely because of money, because of okay. Let's see if uh, if let's say you're playing in the Champions League and the Super League. Let's say Liverpool meeting uh Spartak Moscow, and Liverpool uh, meeting United in the Super League. Of course, the revenue, the ticket sales, the TV rights. Uh, the sponsorship will come in and uh, money will come in. That's about it. It's not about the fans, you know. Uh, it's not about uh, creating a new football scene at uh, Paris saying that, uh, you know, we have to make a, a change. It's, it's bullshit. Like, it's just money. Uh, this is the polit- political side of football. That's just, I sum it up in one bundle. Uh. That's about it. Uh. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's interesting you say about criteria though. I think that's another thing that we can discuss, right? Like yeah. this is supposed to be like the 12 best teams, right? They put into one. But what how did they choose the 12 best teams? Are they the top right. 12 best team by ranking? It's not, definitely. I mean, as you can see, like what like what you say, I think if you think about it, like Spurs and Arsenal now, you know, even within the top 20 or 30 teams in the whole of, of the world right now, there are a lot of teams that actually are, are doing better than them. So how what is this criteria though? Uh, what do you guys think? Is this fair? Is this is this twelve teams? Like, okay, for those who don't know, the twelve teams. Uh, okay, help me, guys. Uh, I know the six, which is Liverpool, Chelsea, Menu, Man City, and Spurs. Uh, that is from uh, that is from the uh, from the uh, uh, from the Premier League, and then you have the three from La Liga, which is Barcelona, Atletico, and Real Madrid, and then three from uh, Serie A, so, with Juventus, Inter Milan, and. In AC Milan, correct? AC Milan, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, guys, is that is that the is that the best twelve teams in 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 football right now? I think that's the the, the question I want to ask you guys. How about how about you? So, so uh, Rob, do you think those okay, are the twelve uh, best teams? I think they are the twelve best teams. But actually, um, over the years we've already we've already have Super League. If you guys uh, can remember the ICC, uh, the International uh, what is it called? Uh, Continental Cup, is it? Champions Cup. Yeah. So that's that's basically a Super League ran by a US-based franchise, right? So um, the reason, okay, why why does FIFA and UEFA does not interrupt that uh, that tournament? Is because I think this is for in my opinion, uh, it's running during off season, pre season. Yeah. Uh, so it's not it's not uh, interfering with their uh, calendar fixture schedule. So um, so when this Super League is introduced, I think. Uh, FIFA and UEFA feel threatened. Also, the FAs, all the FAs, uh, because it's gonna interrupt their calendar year and also their revenues. So I think maybe that is why FIFA and UEFA is uh, uh being hard on this uh, Super League. If if this Super League was to run off season, I don't think there wouldn't be any issue. Yeah, so that's my thought. Okay. Just just one. We are losing Alba now. Exactly. Alba, get makan lah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think also another thing that, that, that is really important to see is like, I mean, part of this reason why people are saying this this league is even coming up, right? One of the main reasons, right? Let's, it's really because people are, are not happy with how the champions like UEFA and FIFA is running those tournaments, right? There, there is a case to be said that they are lacing their pockets, you know? So, so these clubs are saying that why should I share, give you my share, when I can actually, you know, and, and you are not doing a good job of it, so I can, I, 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 I go do, I go, I go do things on my own. 
So I don't know if if in this I mean the way we, I mean I've, we've been watching UCL and all. This is just a comment that people are saying why why they are doing. I mean one reason yes definitely money, but another reason is also like yeah you know they're not happy with the way Champions Leagues have been run. You know um, yeah uh, okay this is a good one. I, I kind of like this. Let's let's let's. So he says that Florentino says UEFA is a monopoly and that teams have to act soon or else they will die financially, which means. People they feel that the cuts, right, that they are getting, whether it's through um, whether it's TV rights, whether it's merchandise, whatever, you know, UEFA is making too much money, you know, when actually all the work is done by the teams. So what do you guys think about that? Is that true? You know, uh, is that something that 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 actually gives us precedence to actually do this fully? Mimi, why don't you go? Uh in every tournament, I guess, be it, be it UEFA or be it those dom domestic leagues in Europe, uh, it's all a monopoly. Um, the structure is there to sustain the teams. But of course, when you say sustain, they provide the infrastructure. But the the things that are pulling the fans in, pulling the uh, broadcasting rights in, pulling the fans' money in, is actually essentially the teams playing on the pitches. So basically... There's some half-truth in what Florentino is spewing. Uh, but I do not agree that uh, you have to act out of the box so as to so as not to die financially. Meaning that um, they, they shouldn't do something as drastic as the Super League. They could just actually yeah. maneuver or pivot the league to, to do something else, a different format. Right now, I think what they... Uh, they are going against is the new Swiss format for the UCL. So instead of having uh, four four teams in like a few groups, it's going to be like 36 teams in one Super League, which mm. essentially is the Super League, right? If you think about yeah. it. Yep. I, I, well, one really interesting thing, and, and just to kind of add on to that, is that this, the, well, yes, you know, but why is it then just limited to them? Right, if it's supposed to be a competition, right? Like I said, work with UEFA, work with whoever, whatever body, you know, try to, or maybe they have been, we don't know, maybe for the past 10 years they've been negotiating, but they've gotten nowhere. That could be also another reason, you know. But I, what I find is that by you just moving out and then just destroying competitions, right? Because there's six clubs, like being super honest, right? If we take the six, even just take the six, uh, uh, six clubs from from the from the Premier League team, right? That actually dissipates, that, that totally just destroys just Premier League. If let's say if let's say if Premier League is affected, it destroys the Premier League. Whether we like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, it destroys the Premier League. Because all the best players are in that six clubs, whether they're performing or not performing. Another thing is also it also destroys the Champions League, man. Like, you know, um there is there is there isn't the opportunity for the smaller teams to actually to actually to actually rise up. Because right now what's happening is that in this, the beauty of football is the fact that there is always the element of surprise, right? There's always a yeah. team that will be fairy tale team. By doing this, you're eradicating the idea of a fairy tale team at all, which I think is stupid. Huh? Like I want another Liverpool, I want another Leicester City. That Leicester City season was probably one of the most exciting seasons because to see a team that literally just almost almost died, uh, almost got uh, relegated the, the season before to win the to win the whole thing the next year. It's unheard of. You can never see that in the NBA. You can never see that in the NFL because no one actually get relegated. No, no one, no one goes up. So I think I think that's what that's why fans are being, I guess, picked off, especially 
fans of teams like me and Mimi, right? Blackburn and Newcastle. Newcastle at one point in time, I think twice in, in the history of the Premier League, almost won. You know, they were second for so long, you know, uh, in, in two that one. I mean, that will never happen again. I mean, now, if you remove them from, from those kind of competitions, you're removing the, I would say, what, the, the, the spirit of, of sportsmanship. You know, I think that's one, one, one really important thing that we really need to kind of consider also. And I think that's why there's such uproar, you know, with, with the communities. Yeah. So, uh, yes, uh, let, let, uh, let, me, let me touch ahead, on, uh, uh, you know, Faisal Renip saying that uh, Falento Perez are not sure about VR, referees, uh, everything that surrounds football will be improved in the Super League. Okay, let's say, uh, let's say if, uh, you know, these 12 teams are playing in the Super League and they attract the best players around the world, what happens to the other teams uh, in the league, in the English Premier League or should I say Serie A? With no good players, how are... Are the other teams to improve? Now, Paris is saying is to improve football as a whole. So, do you think this league can improve football as a whole? Which is like, you know, these six teams are established teams, are, are good teams. You know, they have the foundation, they have the youth system. And will they use... This is another, uh, I should say, another problem. Will youth players have the chance to climb up the ranks? It's also another problem. Because the money yeah. is there to buy players. So, exactly. uh, it, it will create a lot of problems to me. Lah. It's just... Yeah. No, the thing is, why if you want to make a Super League, why not make it like three years once? Okay, you monitor which team, uh, you know, uh, in a, cons a consistent basis, playing well for three years. Then on the fourth year, you make a league. Only the best team from uh, each... Let's say from uh, two to three teams from each league will play in the Super League for that season on Wednesdays. You can do that too, what? You know, you don't need to do now straight away. That's just my thought. Well, I I think right, guys. Uh, um, I think the direction that the, the, the this super league is going, I think uh they might have a uh, MLS type of format, where there'll mm. be like four conferences maybe. So um the reason I think I think the reason why these twelve clubs are chosen as founding members because um they needed this club eh, to actually build up this league. So right now we are we, we can only only see one league, but with the help of these twelve big clubs, um down uh down the years uh we will be we might be able to see more teams being able to participate, uh in the league. So let's say um uh, we have four conferences, that means there are, there'll be more opportunities for uh the other teams to actually participate in this league. So um let's say top the top eight from each um national leagues uh will be uh, drafted into this uh super league itself. So, yeah. so right now we we uh, we can only see one league. I am um, we, we we don't know what their plans is. They might yeah. uh stretch the league into two divisions, three. I mean, two conferences, three conferences, four conferences. But right now, I think they need these twelve clubs to back them up. Yep. I mean, I think it's called the Super League for a reason. It's not called the Euro European Super League because <clears throat> they might want to bring in MLS teams mm, like yeah. Inter Miami yep. and stuff, Al Hilal. Uh, their their own interests. They have their own interests at heart to bring in and play these teams in a global, more, more global stage. I think that's that could be a plan. That's why it's called the Super League instead of a European Super League. But definitely, the attraction comes from the big teams in in the EPL, Spanish leagues, all the main leagues. But um, good to see French league and uh, German league not deciding to join and staying true to their to their roots. And still playing, wanting to play UCL. 
I think yeah. because German, German leagues, uh, I think most of the clubs are, I think 51% of the clubs are owned by fans. So yes. the owners does not have a 100% uh, decision yeah. to actually say. Uh, yeah. Bro, yeah, so another you know, thing about German, about German league is only one team lah, bro. <laughs> it's a dictator team lah. <laughs> Come on lah. Even Dortmund, you know, their players also <laughs> go to Bayern Munich. Lewandowski's from Dortmund. Club. What the hell? Dortmund. Dortmund's a feeder club to Bayern Munich. You 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 don't see a Suarez going to Man United, you know? Yeah, correct. Correct. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. I think I think that's that's interesting. I think I we have to okay. This is this is going to be a very very like controversial thing, right? I feel that if you ask me, right, being fans uh, of of teams like Liverpool and Manchester United from like Asia, Singapore and Malaysia, right? We are the reason why this is happening, if I'm being supported. Simply because of the pure globalization of the sport, right? Yeah. These owners yeah. come yeah. in, right? They don't look at, you know, uh, Liverpool being just owned by people from Merseyside. Or they don't Sorry. look at people at Manchester and Manchester only from the people of Manchester. Because they see that that has grown to a level that cannot be stopped anymore. So because of that, right, they want to globalize these clubs. Because Why? There is that opportunity. There is that following. That's why you see yeah. Arsenal, uh, Arsenal doing doing weird Chinese New Year uh, messages in in Chinese. Uh, which is hilarious, uh. Why? Because they know they have tons of fans in China. We are the reason. Dude. It's like I've been saying. We are the reasons why this is happening. So what they see is that they see the opportunity. They see that the ability to globalize it. So now what they want to do is that okay, let's take it away from the community that it was. So let take take when you take take Liverpool away from the the Shanklies, you know, because the Shanklies is no longer part of it anymore. Because Merseyside isn't isn't Liverpool. It's everyone, you know. It's, yeah. it's global, and this is part of it, and this is why they are doing that, right? So so then they can. So I I even have a I I I honestly feel that there, there could be even a point where you can even see them do world tours where they actually yeah. play in Asia, they actually play in in Africa. Mm. Almost like, a, and they do tours, you know, and they, they they remove you from Enfield. This is this is the the, the reason it's like because they feel that there's an opportunity. Right? Why should I just sell tickets to the same sixty thousand people every week uh, when I can sell uh, millions of tickets or add to in different places whenever I want? So I think I that's mean, also something that yeah. you can take. The the same sixty thousand people can actually watch their Premier League matches uh, during the weekend. Then. then The mid mid midweek matches, Super League, we yes. can do it on a global, international, yeah. uh, location. So, I see why not for us for us like Asian Singaporeans, we don't need to travel yeah. all the way to Anfield to watch a football match. We can just go head over to the National Stadium and watch Real Madrid against Liverpool. You know? <laughs> okay, uh, the, uh, okay, guys. The thing about uh, you know, uh, fans not going to their own stadium is uh, I, I can't concur to that. Uh. it's just okay. Uh. Going to stadiums like okay, I haven't been to Anfield before. So the thing is the atmosphere, the tradition of the club. Uh, as you know, Sofian, I've been to Old Trafford too. So the, you know the atmosphere is different from going to your own national stadium. You know, mm. you get what I mean. Yep. You know the people there, uh, the kampung people, should I say, the scousers or the mancunians down the streets, you know, you know down the streets. Correct. Yeah. So you was, uh, you can sing with them uh, outside the stadium. No, the, the feeling is different. So that that is one reason why Liverpool is such a big club. Uh, don't want to go to a new stadium is because of the atmosphere of the European nights, the flag, the banners. You will lose this, you know. You know now, talking to you all right now give, gives me goosebumps now talking about this. No, I don't want to lose this tradition. You know, the thing is, if you want to make money, hell yes, go and make money. But don't 
cut the tradition of English football, should I say. You know, from the roots, from the grassroots, from the coaches, from the under-18s, even from the training ground. We are losing that if we are, sorry to say, if we're going for the ESL, we are, we are losing that. Lah. The but tradition you have to of, think uh, again. Eh? Yeah, you have to think again. Uh, Super League is running on the weekday, like I said. Yeah. The Premier League is will still be running on the weekend. So you can have uh, the best of both worlds. Both. Uh, Premier League, Premier League atmosphere on the weekend and then the Super League. So the, your 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 point on the atmosphere of uh before a match will still be there for the weekend matches for the Premier League matches. I know uh Rock, I'm, I don't I'm think just saying the Premier League that uh, allowing people uh, allowing these teams to play the DPL if they are going for the ESL. Yeah. So, so for me, there's right. the middle ground that, that everyone have to meet, uh, right? So the thing is, like, like yeah. the thing is, the owners wants that globalization function, right? Like, okay, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, I, I, I haven't been able to go St. James Park. I have a lot of friends that have done it. But I want that, though. Like, if you ask me, that's always been... But then again, if I have the opportunity to see Newcastle play in National Stadium, which happened once before, I also once, uh, you know, I will not run away from that also, that, 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 that ability Correct. So that, as I said, we must find that middle ground, right? Because the thing is, the globalization is not going to go anywhere, and these owners right. know that. The owners, the owners know that the way for them to really monetize this is to ensure that this product reaches out. And I'm, 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 I'm putting my my owner, I guess, owner hat on, like the capitalist hat on, because I think it's also important to kind of look at it from their point of view. Because you must understand that uh, the Glazers, the Cronkies, and all these owners, right? How many of them actually know football? They don't. How? Why did they even buy? Yeah. Why did they even buy this? The, the clubs is to make money. That's the only reason why they bought it. They didn't buy it because they love Enfield, they love Old Trafford, they love the Manchurians, they love all the Merseysiders. No, or the Scousers. They don't, man. They did it because they want to make money. And if this is the road to make money, is it wrong for them to take it? I guess that's my question to everyone. Is it really wrong to take it? Yeah. Mimi, you've been quiet, man. I know you're from Blackburn. Uh. We don't make much money. You too, you too. Anyway, I, uh, what, what you guys were talking about just now, uh, especially Sharil, uh, I think the, the romance of uh, traditional football in the traditional stadiums will always be there. Uh, but I also concur that if I can go down to Jalan Besar to watch a match, why not? Uh, but the problem right now, I think what Sufian is trying to put forth is to have the existence of the weekend league and the midweek league, are they going to sanction these teams yes. or will they find the middle ground? So if all this talk from FIFA and UEFA that they, they want to ban this team or these players, yeah. they're not, not going to play in the EPL, uh, okay, this Champions League you will be not void because all these teams are going to be out. It's just not helping. It's not helping the cause. It's not helping the discussion, in a sense. I think it's just the authorities being little kids, right? Like, you don't yeah, want to give I me think. something, so yeah. I do and do my own things. I get my own clap, I get, I get my own click, and then we'll do it on, on our own, you see? I get my own team, and then we'll do it on our own. We don't need you. But then, yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, we need each other. I think in terms of yeah. uh, UEFA and FIFA mm-hmm. and uh, also the EPL. They did that with the, with the League One. They called it the Premier League. They detached everybody. They put it mm-hmm. on an elite level. They yeah. did the supreme, They give them the recipe actually in the, in the first place. Yeah. So they give them that idea. Oh, the Premier League is an idea. Why don't we make yeah. our own Premier League? But we're, we're not calling yeah. just yeah. our locals. Yeah, and, and not only that, they also they are the one who also approve 
all these people buying up all these clubs, the Glazers, <laughs> Bromovich and all. Yeah, yeah. but they never approve the Saudi people to buy Newcastle, lah, bloody hell. But they, they approve everyone else. No, no. Uh, but... Yes, yes. You know, talking about talking about Newcastle is a different level already. Yeah. It's not that they don't like. It's it's Mike actually is the one who is is the ass now. You know, so he don't want to let go. That's why. Yeah, yeah and you know. Um, Okay, a good friend of ours, Mr. Bobby Bob, Arsene Wenger really predicted this 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah. It's true. He said that, you know, he actually really did say that, that you know, this is eventually going to happen because the clubs are going to see that, hey, I don't need anyone else. I mean, that's that's exactly what's... So, okay, so so I think I think we're all in this, I, I guess, in the same place. Like, we want the romance, right? We want the romance of, of loving a club, but we also want them to make sure that these clubs are able to, to make their fair deals uh, when it comes to income, when it comes to, you know... When it comes to it. like you see, like when I see the, the 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 people in England, you know, when they really talk about it, like people like Gary Neville or even just anyone on the street, I get that you know, because these clubs, like you know, were from there. So it really is you're really pulling this club away from their community. But the truth of the matter is that that this club doesn't just belong. Like this, I, I I might get a lot of hate from saying this, but Liverpool doesn't be totally belong to the Scousers anymore. Liverpool belongs to to you, Sharil, all the way in Singapore, you know, uh, like for me, Newcastle, I'm, I'm not from, I'm not even close to being anyone from the northern part of, of England, but I take Newcastle as my own. So Newcastle is mine. I claim, I take claim to that. So I think because of that, there must be a way we can find that middle ground to appease both. As I said, that's why I wanted this to be really from the perspective of us as Asians, right? Because we are very, we are very unique, right? If we really want to say that we need to support clubs, we need to support S League, but do we all support S League? But this thing can trigger that we can support Eslik too, you know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 honestly speaking, the past few weeks, right? I've been, I've been starting to follow again. Uh, some people true, might true. not know, know, like uh, one of my, one of my, uh, my, my FIFA esports team, FTRD. One of the players is actually a place for young lions, Joel Chu. So he, I've been following him for the past few weeks actually, and. Honestly, it's not that bad, man. Like the football, of course, can get better, right? But I mean, just the yeah. idea of just supporting a club in Singapore, you know, it's, it's something that maybe we need to kind of reignite, you know, in the light of all of this. Uh, so yeah, you know. So what do you guys think, think man? Like, I think the the only way for Singapore football to get better is for the fans to actually head over to the stadium and support yeah. their teams. That's the that's the main problem why Singapore football right now is. Uh, Really, at a low. Uh. If you compare to 1996 to 2000, eh, the number of fans that head over to the stadium is really uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. You see, uh, one thing about Singapore football, uh, you know, uh, some teams are even sharing the stadiums. Yeah. So, so, so I'm confused. So, who's playing home? Who's playing away? It's like uh, we build an and uh, Crystal Palace last time, Selhurst Park. Uh, Inter Milan. Yeah. Uh, it's San Siro, yeah, San Siro. So, yeah. And, you know, Singapore League... Uh, you know, if you want to talk about Singapore League, Abirex Nigata, what the hell are they doing here? Okay, this is my, 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 my our previous guest, Mr. Machatman, who's here. Welcome, bro. Anyways, just wanted to say, he said that in the end, the reason why they're doing this is because no matter what foreign friends will be there. Now, like, I'll be honest with Sharon. Will you, will, you, will you not support Liverpool if they join the Super League? Ah, uh, that's that's a good uh, question actually. Uh, <laughs> no, the thing is, I'm always behind the club because I'm a, a, a supporter. 
But the thing yeah. is, uh, I'm not backing the owners right now. So I'm just crossing my fingers right now to see. Uh, hopefully, the outcome is best for the owners and the fans, lah. That's basically okay. the the right thing, lah. But the thing is, I really don't want this league to go through, lah. Yeah. You know, I there know, are a yeah. lot of ways to make money. You know, uh, this is not the the solution, lah, to me. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Like, like in this day and era, right? In this day and age, right? Who, which fan is happy with the owner? I, I literally do not. I probably like only only ones are just the German clubs, maybe, maybe Man City to a certain extent. Like they don't have issues as much. But Man U, Liverpool, Newcastle, everybody hate their owner. When like everyone feels that their owner is actually doesn't is detached, I guess from from the game. Arsenal, the Cronkies, everyone hates. Yeah, <laughs> they all hate the owner. And they're all American. Most of them are American. Except, except my, my, my Ashley. My Ashley is just... My Ashley, I think everybody else is American. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's American. Yeah. I think I the mean, only flaw yeah. Sorry. I think the only flaw for this ESL is when you join, you cannot be relegated. So there's there's that certainty that everybody yes. is pissed off about. Yes, so if yes. you, I think the beauty about football is the uncertainty. Like right now, Liverpool have been knocked out of the Champions League. Yes. We're looking yeah. to whether we can get top four again to go into Champions League. So that uncertainty is making you watch. Yeah. And then after yeah, that, that is, yeah. you're watching whether United can win the Europa League so that you can have an extra spot for for Champions League next season. Maybe you can benefit yeah. from that. So that But uncertainty that's the, is make, that's the beauty of the game, you see? Hey, so, correct, Oma. So that's the beauty when, of the game, yeah. When I think the, the idea of the ESL is too much of elitism and capitalism in terms of trying yes. to make more money I for mean. these teams who are in huge debt and who are in trouble in terms of money-wise. Mm. They're going to do this pool to make themselves uh, do better. But I think Karl-Heinz Rummenigge from Bayern uh, spoke about it this this just before we went on air. Um, he spoke about it. He says, this league should help clubs who are in debt but not create more debt. Yeah. Because players would go into this league thinking that we'll get bigger paychecks, we'll get bigger endorsements. Yes. Actually, it's not. It's supposed to help your club stabilize and then after that, come back down to you having a proper paycheck and everybody's like not having debt all around the place. So I that's mean, not the reason. Uh... Yeah. No, it's interesting. Like, you know, like when when the Glazers took over Manchester United, they didn't have, actually, there wasn't any debt on their, on their, on their, on their sheet. But we did. Right now, they are... Let me just check. I have, I have the, the numbers. Man, Manchester United has 452.7 million in debt. Only surpassed by Spurs with 591 million. And, and Spurs have that amount of debt because of their stadium. So that actually is understandable. So Did I don't Spurs understand where... account for Mourinho's back pay? Uh, that also. Uh, the 50 <laughs> million that they're going to they're gonna pay him, you know, for the... For, 30, 30. Just quit. Yeah, I tell you, I I I was just saying, I I wanna I wanna be like Mourinho. Next time I get my next employer, right, I'm just gonna just, you fire <laughs> me, you gonna be pay me until <laughs> I find my next job. You know, you know <laughs> the, the best the, the best thing about Mourinho, if he's being fired, ah, uh, the only <laughs> thing he can do is smile, uh, money to the bank. Yeah. I I I've 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 got this. Uh, Florentino Perez says that this movement will save football. Uh, what do you guys think? I think I think it will actually save her uh, because eh. Uh, Um, if you compare to uh, years ago, eh, the the transfer fees was like you yeah. know like the maximum transfer transfer fee like the most expensive player 20 million pounds. Right now it's like over 100. I think with this, one million, 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 I think <laughs> we can actually stabilize the market. Eh. 
Yeah, I don't know whether okay, that, that that is interesting. I don't know whether it will stabilize the market. I think it will inflate the market even more because yeah. what will happen is that people will think that this club got all the money in the world. They won't sell them for like okay. Cheap, this is yeah. This is this very interesting. Eh? The two biggest young stars eh, are out of the ESL, eh, which is Erling Haaland and Kylian Mbappe. How much do you right. think eh, Erling Haaland will be paid to go into one of those clubs? Now that this now that Dortmund know. That, let's say someone like Man City or Manchester United is going to get an influx of 3.5 billion. How much do you think they're going to? Now, if I know that you have 3.5 billion, you think well, I'm going to let you pay, take 100 million? Yeah, I'm going to maybe yeah, you'll probably see the first one billion dollar player, man, just because of this stupid ESL. If I'm being honest, it will inflate sure. the prices because of the fact that there is that, that money. So I, I totally agree with Manager. I find that this will actually put them there. It's like uh, it's like one of those sayings, right? Like uh, they cover one hole, they fill up, and then they yeah. cover another hole. You know, right. that's, that's maybe what ESL is supposed to be. And then, because of all of that, and just to kind of bring in this, my, my boy, Chris, will say, this is where match fixing will start. Uh. Okay, not only match fixing, uh, Florina, Florida players made the most like, inane uh, comment just by saying that the younger audiences don't watch the full 90 minutes. They only watch highlights on YouTube. Should we mm. shorten the game of football? Oh, oh my God, that one, oh, I was like... What cock is that, man? What nonsense <laughs> is that? Come on, now. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, Rock, you, you are saying that, you know, uh, everything will get 3.5 billion, right? No, no, so it's right a share. Now, share. Okay, okay. Share okay, it's share, you know. Yeah. If if I get that money, uh, like, like Liverpool, if I'm the owner of Liverpool, we tend to buy players from Southampton. I might as well buy Southampton satu kali, <laughs> make it to Liverpool team. Correct. Oh, my, you might as well you just buy Southampton and change it into Liverpool team A or team B. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's my point. So, where is the, uh, should I say, advantage of making football a better thing? No, it's making it worse. Yeah. Actually, that's yeah. a fair point. The thing is, the influx of money, right? What will happen is that this, this, this means that the, the whole point of like a BPL is just to have feeder teams to lead into the eventual, uh, what do you call it, uh, ESL team that they have. So you will be surprised, like, you know, suddenly, like, like what, what um, Man City does with New York. Uh, in in America and in Sydney, and, they and have Man- those yeah, kind of feed. Yeah. And Melbourne, sorry, not Sydney, Melbourne. So they are feeding teams into Man City, right? So what happens is that they let their players, young players, play there, and then eventually move up into into a league that they can never get relegated, and they will always be there no matter what. Because the founding members, if you are a founding member, right, you will never get. There's no way for you to kick you out. No? You are going to be in that league, even you last or so. You're still going to get the same amount of money. Yeah. It's first the same format as the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, everything. Yeah. So it's just Americans trying to monopolize the sport and turning it into something of their own, but just using uh, English clubs or Spanish clubs. Yeah. So <laughs> one interesting point uh, that I want to kind of discuss with you. Okay, one thing that I and I don't know whether you guys uh, know this that if you NFL and NBA, they have what we call the draft system, right? So what happens yeah. is that uh, so let's say the top the, the the team at the lowest will get the opportunity to draft the first yeah. pick, which is usually the right. best player or the best new player that comes out into the scene. Uh, so, and then what happen, for Norwich. Yeah, exactly. So, no, Norwich lah. So, Arsenal lah. <laughs> In the ESL standard, Arsenal was first Mbappe to play for that lah because he gets to draft, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, imagine the face of Mbappe having eh, uh, he's going to Tottenham so, Hotspur Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> So, so one thing that, that came up that like, was really interesting is that one of the strategies like that you look at a team like Philadelphia 76ers 
who's actually a basketball team, right? Correct. So what they did was they purposely tank for close to about like five years and, and get really bad bad results so they can slowly get all these picks, no? And then now they have one of the strongest teams because they have two very strong number one picks, Joel Embiid and this guy called Ben Simmons. So they have two number one picks in their in their team. And, you know, basketball is only five people. If you have two best players in the name of five, that's like that's like insane, right? Like, like, like that's really quite crazy. And now suddenly, suddenly success from bring a team is actually now a contender. So to me, that is their idea of much excitement. Uh. So that doesn't mean that Real Madrid and Barcelona or maybe uh, will always be at the top. Because what will happen is that the new if if they keep winning, the the teams that lose like. And we were we are now speculating with Arsenal and A and, and, and Spurs, they will actually get better picks in the coming year. So they get they get to actually bring in the better players into their into their team. So I don't know what do you guys yeah. think? Does that make it better? Yes. Or does that still yes. make it worse? <laughs> like 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 I said just now, you know, the, the youths, uh the new talents or the scouting uh team will just yeah. uh disappear. No, the thing is. <laughs> Uh, scouting, see like Halan, you know he he appeared in the in the youth World Cup. I think he scored what, but what? Bapa goals in one game that one. Yeah, he, short goals or something. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So he move up yeah. the ranks. You know, uh, scouts has been scouting them. You know, players like Mbappe. No, you you don't get this anymore. You know, they keep buying players now with the. I just susah lah, you know this kind of thing. I'm just worried for for world football lah. I'm not saying that I worried for for Liverpool aja, but uh, the whole uh, world world football. You know what will happen to the World Cups, the Europe, uh, Euros. I think adding on to what Sharil is saying, yeah, FIFA is even trying to ban these players from playing to represent oh, the country. They have to, they have to. Yeah, exactly. That, that's just crazy. So, that's, uh, that's something that we haven't talked about. Yeah, actually, we need to talk about that also. So we we're, we're taking out the Fodens. The Rashfords, the Lingards, oh, sorry, not Lingard, Lingard, we're saying. <laughs> technically United. So, um, you're taking out the best cream of the crop players from these countries and you're, you're, you're actually punishing them for something that their owners did. Mm. Which I don't think is a, it's a fair deal because they, yeah. they have contracts to serve. Should they breach these contracts by not playing or going against, going against the owners, who's going to pay their salary? And then would FIFA come in and cover that? Yeah. Agba, okay. That's a, you see, yeah. another saying, uh, now you're playing football, okay? Football governing body is FIFA. So, when that's what saying, when you masuk kampung orang, you have to follow the, the kampung way. You know, you cannot go to someone's house and make your own way. This is yeah. what happening now with the league. You have to follow the rules, okay? Let's say you're a football player. Uh, you football player uh, you must follow FIFA rules. Well, uh, even though that they are corrupted or shitty but you have to follow the guidelines to in order to, to uh, I don't know with though. everything <laughs> I find I find that's the thing right if it's corrupted and shitty if it's corrupted and shitty right? and, and honestly FIFA is literally the most corrupt you know, organization in the world and UEFA is not far behind and that's one of yeah. the things that also like I juggle with right if they, I'm not saying that whatever Florin Club whatever this whether ESI is the better of it but if it's already corrupt and shitty right then if there is another way, why why don't I try? I think that's one of the reasons why some of these owners actually are coming together is because maybe they maybe, are getting maybe. sick of FIFA yeah. and, yeah. and UEFA. Because that's the thing. I think I hope what I hope for is that they also, in many ways, actually um, they actually um, they learn from this, and, and it's a wake up call for them to do better. 
I think that's what what we need to actually you know kind of do. Uh, if you ask me. Yeah. So I think in terms of uh, the how this Super League would grow, would a BBC or would a Sky Sports or would Bein Sports, being these broadcasting companies, would they not take the ESL in terms of uh, as a protest against this against this league? Definitely, everybody's going to try and get buying rights to go and show this league, and then the higher it goes to the highest bidder, and again money comes into play, right? So all in all, money controls everything. Everything, everything. I totally agree. Everything. everything, yeah. There's no way to run away And to me, no disrespect to any other club in the world, but it hurts the little guys. It hurts the Aston Villa beating United one nil, or a Leeds drawing uh, Liverpool at Ellen Road, or even a Barcelona. Losing to Getafe, so these are the kind of things that we as football fans look forward to. When was the last time we actually saw a title decided on the day of on the last exactly. day of, of yeah. the league? I think it was Man City 2012, where Aguero scored yeah. at 93 minutes. Yeah. Right, and I think everybody went crazy who was not a United fan, and United fans were cursing <laughs> their way. Best days of my life because I get <laughs> so his red face walked down and screw his ass. Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. Ah, uh, Blackburn still. Ah, uh, the owners are Indian. Still Indian, is it? I think so. Indian. Uh. <laughs> so, so I think a uh, Blackburn can play the Indian league lah. <laughs> maybe lah, maybe. IPL, Indian Premier League. In terms of uh, globalization, I think they are gonna be there. <laughs> But anyway, touching yeah, on the point of uh, broadcasting, the one that Akbar brought up just now, I'm very afraid with the introduction of the ESL. Um, knowing that all the prominent people in FIFA and UEFA are pulling out, and then having their own committees and whatnot, don't you think that one day they will just form a conglomerate with all the yeah. services in hand? Meaning that broadcasting is theirs, the league is theirs, and whatnot. That's how NFL works. That's how NBA works. That is exactly what they're going for. That is actually the the final. Their road, their road will lead to that because that's how they're going to make the most money, you know. Because they so don't all, have all roads points to, uh, point to football Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So you can yes. see, can subscribe what you want. And and let's be very real, uh, you know, disruption is real, right? Like, not, not you look at the world right now, right? Everything is being disrupted. So you look at hotels disrupted by Airbnb. You look at finance disrupted by Bitcoin. You look at um, uh, taxis disrupted by Grab and Uber. You know what makes you think football is not going to get disrupted? Because that is the model that works, right? Which is why I find that if you ask me that this some some form of this ESL is going to happen. But my hope is that there is a middle ground where we still feel we still have the ability to enjoy it in the way that we know, and at the same time there is that new football that also comes along with it. You know, uh, there needs to be a middle ground. It cannot be one or the other because right now it's like all-out war between both parties, right? Literally, one side says I'm going to do this, the other side says I'm banning you guys from all of this, and then it's it's, it's not going to work that way, though. And then what we're we we already judging yeah. on so little information yes. that we have already. Exactly. Exactly. It's still in preliminary thing. Uh, it's still in preliminary talks. Uh, we don't have a solid foundation of what the ESL is all about. I think a lot of people exactly. have jumped to conclusions. Uh, I think the clubs are just trying their way. This could be a ploy to get FIFA yeah. and FIFA to come to come on to their side of the sh- of the show and tell them, yes. okay, what's exactly. going to happen if you don't follow us, or this yeah. what's going to happen if you don't give us what we want, or FIFA yeah. 
and I I think in my personal opinion FIFA and UEFA will break they will say okay uh, instead of 50-50 we'll give you 70-30 in terms of uh, broadcasting yeah. rights and monies and stuff uh, yeah. just don't open the ESL and this club will say okay fine 70-30 it is yeah but I think they have that Yeah. They have that. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I conclude you to that. Okay. And another problem is, uh, you know, uh, English fans. Most of the fans are working class people. Okay. The yeah. thing is, uh, I saw a United uh, fan. You know, uh, you know, yeah, he's cancelling the uh, United logo and saying that they are working class. You know, the the main problem now is the only thing they do in England is just on weekends watching football and uh, weekdays. Yeah. Means midweek and weekends. Their their only activity is football. So when uh, this thing is going to evolve, uh, ticket sales will be uh, rock, yeah. skyrocket. They are very expensive. You know, uh, you know, it's a concern to them if they can afford it or not. So yeah. it's a different thing between we, uh, you know, the rest of the world and the 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 fans itself is different. You know, our yeah. thinking is different. Maybe globalization yeah. is good for us. But not for them. So they have their yeah. reasons. Yeah. So that's a main problem. The the people yeah, there. So, so, uh, yeah. So once again, I put on my capitalist hat. Uh, so yeah. it's like I said, running a club is not cheap. <laughs> If I need to pay, uh, for example, hundred million for a player to actually be uh, to be even remotely successful, because one thing, uh, if I don't if I don't spend on a player, I don't get the results. I go down the the standings. I get lesser money every year. That's how it works, right? It's not fairly distributed. In somewhere like La Liga, for example, the distribution even worse, where Real Madrid and Barcelona and Atletico Madrid literally takes like 70% or 80% of the, of, of, of the share when it comes to price money you know, at the end of the year. So the thing is, like I said, if I can't make that money, right, I need to find other ways. So I can I cannot just make money off, you know, your, your ticket sales. Because if I push it to a point where it's astronomical, you will not be able to afford it. So what other ways do I make money? I need to tap onto globalization. I need to tap onto the ability rights. I need to tap. So the thing is, if I'm being honest, right? Like I'm, I, I don't know the exact numbers, uh, but I can guarantee you, like when you look at percentage, right, of uh, of of how much money they make from actually ticket sales, I can guarantee you it's not much. It's really not much. The because if you look at just how much they're spending a year, I tell you, ticket sales is probably just about 10, 20 percent. Majority of it is the sponsorships, is the broadcast rights. Broadcast rights is always where the big chunk of money comes from. So that's why, if you look at it right from a from like I say from an owner hat, they need to take advantage of that. Especially now with COVID, and you don't know when the crowds are coming back. The, the thing is, people forget that for the past year or so, there's literally zero. We're going to only have league cup where they only got two thousand. And even when, if let's say COVID gets better, do you think things will go back to normal at the start? No, it's going to take a while. For them to only to only do that, and that's actually one of the reasons why I think they're starting now, because they want right. to take advantage I think, of people watching. Yeah, I think rather the, than being the point that you make is very is very uh, concrete in terms of the COVID situation and the COVID uh, time span has been an experiment for these owners. Yeah, football without fans, we're still making money. We're still getting the viewership. Let's sell the game online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Evolving yeah. into a technology in in that sense, yeah. whereby we're selling the game online. Let's sell it per, per game, or you can buy it in a package. You know, from Sky Sports, you don't need to even buy from Singtel. You can just buy it online, watch it on your PC, yes. and have fun with your buddies. 
I would you love see, that because I yeah, I would <laughs> think that, uh, yeah. Yes, you see, uh, we have ideas of making football money, you know. But you see, yeah. give you one example of okay, Arsenal. Now the thing of them making money is just to fire the uh, their mascot. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, that, no, that the is thing is, yeah, no, yeah. who the hell is going to find? How much does the mascot earn? You tell me. And you're yeah, playing, yeah. you're paying Ozil thousands of dollars. So the thing is, that doesn't justify, you no, know, if the club is making or or losing the money. Like I said, I mean, just Barcelona. Yeah. So the thing is, so, which so, one is true? So, so, you might never know, lah. Yeah. La. So, so there are definitely examples of how not to do it. Like, yeah. I think the, the whole idea that that's, that to me is a PR disaster, right? You you you, yeah. you take away Ganesaurus, which like literally love by everyone, and then you, right. you you still pay someone. Else. But the thing is, people forget that like, they have to pay Ozil. They're contracted. They get sued if they don't pay Ozil. But they don't get sued if they fire Ganesaurus. So the thing is, like I said, everything. Okay, this is where it goes back. This is where it goes back to the to, to, to the key thing why this is happening. The owners are not football lovers. The owners are venture capitalists. The owners are businessmen. So they they look at the football club as a business. It's like Singapore, right? I always say Singapore is run like a business. So that's why we get fines. We get, you know, we, we are very, very successful. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that, you know, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't get. So the thing is, as long as they're running as a business, they will always find a way. They always need to find a way to make the best, most money as best as they can. So which is why I find that, you know, yeah, for I, I Bar- why they're going to that, yeah. But, for Barcelona, they're, they're a people's club, right? The fans own the club, right? Yeah. So how how who made that decision for them to go into the ESL? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I have no idea, but I also have a feeling part of the reason is because they're heavily in debt and they can't pay anyone. So <laughs> yeah, that, that is probably one reason why. Like, like you look at the, the the German clubs, right? Bayern and all. They're healthy financially. You know, they are fifty one percent owned by fans. I think if you're financially stable, you know, you don't need the money as much. You probably right. say no to it. You know, I think one of the most like the most. Uh, and I think good, good that that that, uh, that Bob said this to me. Roman the the Chelsea Chelsea the Chelsea going in was a surprise because he's he's a Russian right he does that it's not really a, a franchisee or things like that I'm I'm pretty surprised that because but then again maybe he's just sick of playing football manager already yeah because that's why how I look at Roman Abramovich. <laughs> He's the one person who plays football manager in real life. <laughs> like everybody play on the PC. He actually plays in real life using his own money. So uh, he probably sick and tired of playing people. Uh, 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 what uh, the one? So he decided to just take some money. But to me, Chelsea is probably the biggest surprise among all. Uh. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the one which plays football fantasy with his own money. I think these yeah. owners are tired of playing with their money. Yes, yes. Yeah. take somebody's money and just start playing with it. That's why the ESL has been a welcoming uh, idea to them. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a very very good point. I, they don't want to use their own money anymore. I mean, the Glazers yeah. never use their own money. I know Kroenke never uses his own money. You know, the only one that really uses Abramovich. Uh, well, actually, Abramovich is the only one that actually really self-financed this. Everyone has some sort of backers, but I think they're just following suit. Like, all these people are just suddenly following suit. Like, but people are saying Arsenal are purposely deteriorating so that they can go into this ESL and get the financial exactly. backing to be better. Exactly. So, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, yes, another thing about Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool is doing what, you know, the, the movie uh, Moneyball. You know, they are <laughs> buying players, uh, buying players at a very low value with good statistics. So, there's nothing concerned about money. But I think, I think because of what you said, Gazan, is because of the pandemic. That's why, you know, mm. uh, yeah, the companies like Boston Red Sox and uh, Liverpool yeah. now are not making. Even uh, LeBron James has a stake in uh, Liverpool right now. 
So yeah, yeah. I think it's just because of the pandemic, lah. Yeah, we'll see, lah. Anyways, okay, we hit the the one hour mark. So let's do do our parting parting. Uh, I guess comments. So I think like I think one thing that I wanted to ask all and one of you can answer this one by one. Firstly, do you think this ESL is actually going to happen? And how do you think it's going to happen? But do you think it's actually going to happen? Sadi sama naik motor, I don't know that. Ah, tu jin mana saya tu? Mimi, Mimi, go first. Okay, who do you do you think the ESL is going to happen? I think the ESL is going to happen uh, with or without support of the uh, powers in hand right now. Uh, but it's going to take some time. And it's going to take a lot of discussion uh, to, to to make it happen. Uh, because there's a lot of uh, nitty-gritty details that needs to be ironed out before the formation of such a big Super League. But I'm looking forward. If it happens and some of these, these teams get sanctioned in terms of... Uh, not being able to use their names or their players and whatnot, then maybe we'll see a sort of a revival of winning eleven, where you will see like mercy side rate, you know, in the EPL <laughs> or Manchester Blue, you know that kind of thing. So yeah, uh, looking forward to such things <laughs> happening. Uh, but I, I fear, ah uh, yeah, but I fear for the small teams, uh, because I feel for them. Yeah, that that will actually, and this I and that's the thing that scares me the most. I mean, this is going to affect the, I mean, the the Barnsley or Oxford United. These are going to affect them. You know, the thing is, when you the the the, the league will not be the same. You know, without all these top teams, and they, they are going to be the one that suffers the most. Yeah. And what if one thing? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. And what if one day? I mean, uh, two, three, six months, one year down the road, the all the Owners say, okay, we're going to do it. And then all the players go on strike. And then we see something like what happens in the US. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, I don't it's going to affect. Yeah. The players going on strike is going to be very interesting. Uh, if that happens, I will definitely, you know, put my heads off to them. But then again, I always feel that they are led by money also. And I think that that will be the case. These, these are people who have... I mean, like, if you're talking about CR7 or Messi, they probably don't need the money anymore. But a lot of the younger ones, or they, they probably won't still, they will probably still not match, mess with their rice bowls. Right? Because you look at it, right, there's the, the people that have actually said, okay, so far there's a good one, like Fernandez, I know Maguire has said something, Jordan Henderson, Chris Miller, uh, Pereira, yeah, you know, uh, quite, quite a few, like Herrera also. So there are definitely people who are against it, you know, but if you put their rice bowl on the line, I don't know. I don't know whether... You know, I don't think that's part of our choice. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be interesting though, if that happens. Set for us football fans. That means lesser football for us. But that'll be interesting. Yeah. How about you, Sharil? What do you think? Do you think it's going to happen? Uh, I think... Uh, I think they're going to sit down and talk. Uh, FIFA and uh, his, uh, his new league. Uh, I think they're going to take to the middle. Uh, like what you said just now. You know, uh, it's best for the fans. For the owners and for the globalization, but uh, if I seriously, bro, this this problem is really in 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 my head now. No, uh, I've been thinking this since yesterday. Oh my goodness, uh, what what's gonna happen to football in England, especially? No, uh, I'm a very okay. The thing is, we football fans, uh, we we grew up supporting our teams in the early nineties. 
No, yeah. because of the tradition, because of the uh, the way football is played in England, we are afraid to to have new things like actually, even yeah. even uh even a team. So maybe uh we we might never know lah. Maybe it's a good thing. Uh, just finger crossed lah. I think it's gonna happen lah. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Rob? Okay, uh, you? I want this to happen. Okay, I want this to happen. <laughs> yes, seriously, seriously. Football is evolving, guys. Yeah, it started evolving the moment Abramovich uh took over Chelsea. That's when the market crashed. Everything, the the price and all, uh, the market, the uh, money. That's when all the money comes in. So the over the years, football is evolving. So this this Super League is a new set of evolution. Yeah? So I think, as a fan, I think we have to accept this because uh in this world right now we are living in it's all about money and technology so i i want this to happen but i also want uh to see what are their plans uh for this super league i want to see them uh actually uh having agreement or maybe working together with fifa to uh, come up with a better format or a better uh system for everyone yep. Yep. alba what do you think i think it's a done deal they're going <laughs> to They're going to move forward until somebody from FIFA or UEFA says, you know what, we're going to give you what you want. Uh, let's sit down and talk. Uh, let's let's uh, do something that you want to do and let's see what you guys have in store for us in terms of having the Champions League. I think if you look at the ESL teams, right, you take them out from the Champions League, would you want to watch a Champions League game between no. West Ham honestly, and no. Honestly, no. Honestly, no. That's the truth. Just yeah. imagine the UEFA Champions League final Newcastle United versus Blackburn versus versus Norwich. I mean, if you're having the best players, it's gonna be like the Carabao Cup now. Ah, uh, the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Europa League is gonna be. Yeah. People still love the uncertainty. I think if they can come to a common ground, like you've been saying throughout the whole uh, session today. Uh, I hope they come to a common ground. Uh, I understand that the football aspect or the money aspect is being thrown in uh, as uh, it's been used as a as a bargaining chip for a lot of, for a lot of these owners. But uh, ultimately, I think these owners don't really care about the clubs that they're handling or the, the clubs that they found. England made the biggest mistake by letting Roman buy Chelsea. Mm. Yep, that's the first they ever mistake. That's they, let the first, yeah. they let in the first guy. They let the first guy in. Everybody follows suit, and then it has become uh, an iPhone to own a football mm-hmm. club in England, <laughs> or an iPad, or AirPods. Mm-hmm. It's it's a trend. So I think yeah. the trend should stop. The only way they can stop is if they collectively get out of England, and these clubs yeah. start to survive on their own. Then we will see the true power of the clubs in terms of their youth, like Sharil has been saying, yeah. bringing up the youth. Let's see how good the youths are. If they are, if they are on their own, let's see how good Arsenal's youth, how Chelsea's youth, or United, even Liverpool's youth. Let's see how the younger boys come in and start to develop. I think that was the way that we develop. The, the teams have been developing for the past years, not buying ready-made people. But um, Real Madrid was the first one to actually, and is the only one to. <laughs> buying Galacticos and that's what they want every club to do buying superstars ready-made superstars for their team to fit a fantasy 11 they're playing football fantasy on a world stage 
whereas we are playing it on apps. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, this is very very scary in terms of the ASL. I hope it doesn't happen, but I think it's a done deal. They're gonna do it no matter what. But whether the EPL, uh, whether Premier League, UEFA, and FIFA back down, you'll see you'll see in the coming days. Definitely, this will happen before the semi-final next week because they're thinking of taking off the semi-final next week. So, yeah, you'll know in the next few days. But then again, all these teams has already pulled out from the European Union or something, right? Yeah, yeah, but they are contract. But they still qualify. Yeah, they still qualify for this year, Yeah. I think the only. The only good thing that uh, if they are taking out the teams that are playing in the <laughs> Europa League, and uh, I think the only that good thing is that yes, <laughs> that's the only thing that I'm supportive today. <laughs> that would mean an Arsenal and Villa, uh, sorry, a Roma and Villa Real final really, yes. and PSG would have won the Champions League. No yes. Man City. Yeah. So for 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 me, I also agree that I think it's a done deal. Uh, I guess for me it's a bit different. I'm I'm very used. I I I love disruption. I I live within the world of disruption. I always believe that we are in the world. That things are changing extremely rapidly. And football, as much as we love them, uh, I also am a fan from the '90s of football. And I love football. Uh, very passionate about football in so many ways. Uh, it is it is ripe for some change. Uh, whether this group of owners, Paris and all, is the right people, and whether they're doing the right yeah. thing, is still yes yet to be. I guess yet to be confirmed. We still know, right? To be to, to be decided. I think on a later date. But I do like the idea of centralizing, you know, football in many ways. Like for me, the thing I love about NFL, NBA so much is that I just need to pay one price and I can watch it every match. <laughs> every match I can watch is easily. You know, I don't have to go through like Sky Sports or SingTel and pay astronomical prices. And this is part of the reason why I find that that UEFA, FIFA all needs to get hammered a little bit. Because they are charging exorbitant prices, you know they're extremely corrupt, you know. So this is a wake up call for them. Um, well, like I said, but uh, so I'm I'm all for change. I don't know whether this change is right at the moment, but I'm actually I'm actually ready for some change. Uh, I'm also ready for for to and this is gonna this is gonna this is not not gonna be a very popular uh, kind of take. Uh, but I'm also ready to actually pull some of this some of this like the roots out a little bit, like, you know, Liverpool, you know, Liverpool isn't Anfield anymore, bro. Like, I think Liverpool is a global entity. Manchester United is a global entity. Newcastle United is a global, look, even Blackburn is a global entity. So the thing is, like, we need, I know the people who are from England are not going to happy when I say this. You have to accept the fact that your club is not yours anymore. It's shared yeah, Back then, anyone. if it was 1950s, 60s, when yeah, the whole exactly. other world was not connected to Liverpool, They they can actually uh say this, exactly. but right now their own club is already globalized. Everyone yeah. around the world is watching, so I think uh, the rest of the world uh deserve to be part of the club. Exactly. So instead of the people from Liverpool, yeah. we contribute to your to your yeah. success also, whether yeah. you like yeah. it or not. You know, and the the best part, we contribute to success, uh, but it, it costs us thousands of dollars uh, just to go there and actually support your club. So it's not your club anymore; it's our club mm. too. And I think that. Like I said, it won't be the most popular thing, but this is for me as an Asian fan uh, that you gotta you gotta release that club to us also to a certain. We need we we should stake claim to that also as much as you do, uh, yeah, as especially as, now. Yeah, as much yeah. as we want to say that we have an opinion about this about that, it's bad guys versus bad guys, guys. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Somebody that's also getting a get blank. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, somebody exactly. somebody's pissed off because they're not getting an advantage or they weren't told about it. 
So it's just basically gang tak gang kind of thing. Is that right? Like I, I, fans, fans want everything, right? When 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 Liverpool uh, when Liverpool needed to buy so many players to get to where they are today. Like for the past three years, right? Getting Jurgen Klopp, that's the first important piece that they got. But getting Salah, getting Mane, you know, getting the Dyke. You know, these are all important pillars. Ah, uh, but you forget how much did they spend. Would that so why they, in order for them to win a, a Premier League, they had to spend money. In order for them yep. to spend money, they had to sell their club. So that is actually, if you look at it, if you really want your club to be your club, don't sell it. Bro, bro, you know you don't talk. You don't talk about transfers to me, lah, bro. You know we so. You know about balancing the checkbook. I'm I'm sorry to say Liverpool are number one right now. Okay, because yeah, you know but... they said they said continue for 135 million. They exactly. got two players with Ellison, so it's it's balancing the checkbook. So you yeah, don't you... give me the bullshit of you know spending a lot. But the club isn't just on transfers, right? It's also operating costs. Right? All right, you know the, the, the just, cost of, of running the club is is pretty high. Whether we like it, it's or just not. So, it's okay. just because yeah. of the pandemic. That's it. Yeah. No, no. But let's rewind. Rewind before before even Liverpool was bought. Though, why did Liverpool need to sell at that point? This is way yeah. before Coutinho even, right? Why did Liverpool because need to sell? They were going down. They were going down. Exactly. Right. They were going on the way down. They needed to sell. So the, the, the fans push the club, you know, eventually to actually do something, right? And part same of the... Same as United, the, actually. Same as United. Exactly. Same as United. Yeah. It, is, it, is, it is not just a Liverpool thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not identifying this. Guy. This is every club. Huh? Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, all in the same boat. Fans Actually, push I will blame Chelsea again. Eh? I will blame Chelsea because they... Yeah, started Chelsea, the Chelsea started it. Yeah. So the thing is, everybody push push their team to succeed, you know. And they they get and look at Arsenal fan TV. Ah, wow, we don't succeed. Ah, what can I hang them like everything? All fans are like that, right? But they forget the cost of achieving success. The cost of yeah. success was to sell the club, and that is this ESL is the cost of success. We have to be. It, it goes really, back to that. Yeah. To be pretty blunt about it, right? When we every one of us started watching EPL, did we even know yeah. who the owners were? We didn't care. Mm. Yeah, I didn't care. It is just the yeah. monopoly of today's game exactly. to know who your owners are, to know who's exactly. the sporting director, to know who's your chief transfer market guy, so that exactly. you can blame somebody when something goes wrong. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, unless yeah. unless you're a crazy fan, now you follow the club inside out. Uh, yeah. That one is another issue. Yeah. Uh, Mimi, Mimi, I think you go, you go and smoke first, Mimi. Nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mimi, keeping quiet all the way, sir. Guys, I uh, you want to talk about crazy fans? Only me and Mimi are crazy fans. You know, I know because we both went through relegation. I went through relegation twice. Though. I still support my club. Ah, huh? uh, you guys went through relegation. No, right? No relegation, uh, guys. Hey, bro! Uh, I went through, through 30 years without a title, man. You don't talk <laughs> to me about relegation. Bloody hell! You know that no, I'm in the shadows of United for 30 freaking years. No, even yeah. Blackburn won the title. No, I you haven't even Mimi won the has won the Premiership <laughs> title. Okay. Exactly. I haven't won the title, and I'm still a Newcastle fan. That's good, boy. All of us, are crazy fans, bro. All of us are crazy fans. Right. No, that doesn't discount anything. I think that's why we are even having discussion. If not, we won't even bother. Right, eleven thirty right now. Besok kita bangun semua, sahur lagi, still talking about about football. We all love football, you know. But I think this is just the way it is. We are moving into a new era of football. I'm excited. I'm scared at the same time. Excited and scared at the same time. Um, I, I don't want to lose too much of what what made me love football. But at the same time, I also want some change. So that's exactly where I stand. 
You know, that's my guess. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, guys, I think we yeah way way past the deal. We had a good conversation. I hope you guys had an awesome conversation also. Um, I want to thank everyone. Uh, Sharil, thank you so much. Uh, Rob, no thank you so much. Agba, we can we can do this again if you guys want to yes. actually do this all fun. over again. We can do that definitely. We can talk about other things also. I think today was really fun. Uh, so. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has also, you know, put the comments, you know, and actually been, we actually had at one point of time up to about 25, 30 people, you know, uh, viewing this. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put it up on Spotify soon also. So I'll, 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 I'll send you guys the links right after. Uh, and just some parting note on Thursday, I'll be having another podcast. It'll be with uh, esports owner uh, for T-Hub, T-Hub MY. So look out for that. That's going to be very exciting. Two esports owner talking about esports and the stupidity of actually owning an esports team and why the hell we even waste our money <laughs> with that. Uh, so that's going to happen uh, this coming Thursday uh, at 10 p.m. in just two days. So once again, thank you, everyone, uh, and peace. Thank you. Yes. Adios. Uh,